The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. You're listening to Sports Topics with Coach Harvey Hyde right here on AM 1400 KSHP. Brought to you each week by Floyd's 99 Haircuts, Color, and Straight Razor Shaves. And Coors. Follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. Now huddle up and buckle up. Here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, good evening, everyone. Yes, it is time to huddle up, and it is time to buckle up, and it is time to ride along with us part of the way or all of the way. We just make sure that you're with us every Tuesday and Wednesday night with our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. I've got a special guest for us as he comes on every Tuesday and Wednesday as we call it Life in the Fast Lane. You can imagine what that is. That's racing of all different types. Chuck Hayes joins us. Chuck? Good evening to you, and thank you for joining us. Well, Coach, it's great to be able to talk motorsports with you, and there's a lot going on as we lead into the uh, July 4th weekend. Uh, Formula One, uh, an interesting back-to-back schedule. They were uh, running at the Red Bull Ring in Austria, and uh, they will have their second Formula One race at the uh, Red Bull Ring uh, in Austria. And last weekend, Max Verstappen was one, Lewis Hamilton was two, Valerie Botas is three, and uh, from a standing standpoint, Verstappen, Hamilton, and Sergio Perez are one, two, three in regards to all that's going on in regards to that series. So a lot of competitiveness going on, and uh, we have not seen Ferrari break through this year and have the kind of year that everybody in F1 would like to see in regards to having a balance. And that's so important when you have big-time manufacturers in there, you got McLaren, you got Red Bull, and uh, you'd like to see um, Ferrari do better. On the NASCAR standpoint, it's getting even more interesting. Why is that? Because last weekend they were at Pocono, the whole series was there, and they actually had a double header. And in that double header, Alex Bowman won the first of the uh, of the Cup Series races. This is after Kyle Larson had the race won, and in the final turn blew a tire and hit the wall. His teammate Alex Bowman from Hendrick Motorsports won that race, and then then uh, the next day on Sunday, it was Las Vegas's Kyle Busch with the victory, breaking the Hendrick streak. And uh, that was a big win for Kyle to uh, have him pick up uh, his second win of the year. When you look at the standings, Denny Hamlin is still the leader uh, at the top of the uh, of the chart, 761 points, but he has not won a race yet. And uh, that's kind of interesting in regards to how dominant Larson has with being in the number two spot with four wins. Uh, Martin Truex uh, uh, is uh, competitive, but it's been William Byron, Joey Logano, and, of course, Kyle Busch at top five. When you look at the other Busch brother, and that is Kurt Busch, he is uh, 14th, but he's in the playoffs because he has a win. They take that on the road, literally, to go to Road America in Wisconsin this coming weekend, and there'll be another chance for all those great road racers to have a great experience at Road America in Wisconsin. When you talk about uh, Indy Series, they're going to be in Ohio, Mid-Ohio Sports Car uh, Course, and they were off for the last couple weeks after the Michigan race. Alex Palou, Pato Award, and Scott Dixon are the top three drivers in the Indy Series. So when you look at uh, the other series for NASCAR, and I know you like to uh, pay close attention to that because there's a couple of uh, 
Las Vegas sites that are uh, competing in that. Uh, the highest ranking uh, Vegas athlete would be Noah Gragson. He is ninth. Riley Herbst is 15. Coach, the cut line is at uh, 12. So that's going to be something that Riley has to address. Uh, he's had a string of bad luck. Noah Gragson uh, actually having a better run uh, finishing in the uh, top five this past week. And so uh, there's a lot going on in the world of motorsports, and it will continue onward as uh, the NASCAR series, the F1 series, and the Indy series continue their summer swing. You know, Chuck, uh, you've educated me a lot in racing, not only with this segment, but you've got me watching it, and I enjoy it, and so on. And you also uh, suggested to me that I watch some programs, television programs on movies and so on on racing. And I have really learned a lot. One of them, when you mentioned early Ferrari, I thought of the one that you recommended to me, Ferrari versus Ford. That was a great, great story. You know, Coach, when you talk about that, it's interesting because that was the glory days of Enzo Ferrari and Carroll Shelby and, of course, a guy that you know quite well, their family, the Agagenians. And uh, there's so much about what you know racing is in Southern California. But that's a whole other level of series, and we're coming up. Uh, normally would have already had the 24-hour Le Mans, of which that storyline was based upon of the late Ken Miles, uh, driving for Ford and them going over to France and having success with with three great cars and and the vision that Carroll Shelby had in regards to building cars and competing at the highest level. And then, of course, uh, the best movie, and this is for all you Netflix fans out there, there's a movie called Grand Prix, which is very, very uh, exciting and was based in the uh, uh, in the 60s, and they use a lot of in-car cam. I think that's one of the things that's very interesting, is that even though you have a lot of computer-generated imaging, otherwise known as CGI, there's a lot of in-car camera work in regards to these race movies that really give you the feel like you're driving up the 15 freeway. I think there was a film done years ago, uh, Le Mans, uh, a film that a friend of mine, uh, Galen, uh, Galen uh, was the grip on that and how he designed the cameras to be on the side of the car. I can't think of the actual name of the of the movie itself, but he described to me the filming of it and how it was done. Absolutely fantastic. Coach, it was. It was called Le Mans, and it was uh, Steve McQueen, the great uh, actor and motorcycle uh, rider. And that was a 1971 movie, and uh, the story is about uh, uh, going to uh, the 24-hour race uh, and that is the same um, track that uh, they use Ford versus Ferrari on, and uh, those are the those are the senses of uh, history in regards to motorsports that really glamorize what it is, uh, and also the pressures that you have to uh, to go there and compete. And I think one of the things that I've always loved, and there's a, now a Saturday night series that are uh, racing at short tracks. In fact, they were on the dirt track in Eldoro, Tony Stewart's home track, and he won on Saturday night, is the uh, Superstar Racing Series, which is a spinoff, if you will, of what was originally the IROC Series. And, Coach, I'll never forget, um, we were at uh, Fontana for this, and uh, this is going to wreck your memory a little bit. Um, Alex Zanardi was a great racer who was in – road racing up in Portland, for up in Oregon, for a great race. And they flew him down, being on the West Coast, to run in the IROC series at Fontana the opening weekend. 
and they were out there practicing, and, and they flew him by helicopter. He got in his car. They got his seat fit. The, the, the belt's tightened. He goes out, runs through the first corner, runs through the second corner. The third corner, he spins it out. He puts he, It was either a Trans Am or a Camaro, probably a Trans Am, into the wall and totals the car. So now they have to back, go to the backup cars. And when they always um, uh, – IROC travel with two backup cars only. So they had to take the last remaining car – uh, that they had, and uh, they had one other one that was uh, a camera car that they would use for special purposes, not really race prepared. He went out there, first corner, second corner, and wrecked it in the third corner. And so they ultimately had to use the camera car as his race car for that weekend. Well, this series is much the same. You have Michael Waltrip and Bobby Labonte and uh, Elio Castroneves, Tony Stewart racing on Saturday night. And, man, the mechanics are earning their money fixing these cars with sheet metal. Well, I'll tell you another thing, Chuck. You got me into drag racing, uh, too. And uh, my cousin, who does a lot of drag racing uh, uh, with uh, funny cars, uh, Kazanjan, Lemon, and Kono, uh, he's got uh, my name on the side of that car, and he calls it the fastest hour in radio. And he's one of the best in his class, and uh, I feel real proud about that. So if you ever watch drag racing and you see it on television, you'll say, is that the same Harvey Hyde? And yes, it is. Now, Coach, with being a sponsor, does that give you the opportunity if you want to run a race? You know, that's the thing with all these racers now. They like to step in the car every once in a while. Have you ever climbed in that car? I have not climbed in it, Chuck. I really, I, I'm not going to climb in it. But I saw, love watching it, and I love the, the pit crew, and I love the way they work, and they tear the engine up, uh, down every time it runs, and all the things that happen in the trailer and the track, uh, the tractor they call it, the truck that it's hauled in. It is an absolute fabulous event, and uh, I've been to a couple of them, but that's all I have time to do. But. My cousin loves it, and if I can help him with that thing, I certainly am. So why don't we take a short time out. Chuck Hayes has joined us here in our opening segment with Life in the Fast Lane. Again, you're listening to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. Our sponsor for the opening segment is Budget Car and Truck Rental in Las Vegas. Hey, if you need a car, if you need a truck, go where I go and be smart about it. Go to Budget Car and Truck Rental. Give them a call locally at 702-736-1212. Again, at 702-736-1212. So buckle up, everyone. I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes. We'll take this short time out from Las Vegas, and we'll be right back. MGM Resorts NBA Summer League returns for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams August 8th through 17th at the Thomas & Mack Center at Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow, take center stage, and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Vegas. Adults $40, kids $30, reserve seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas & Mack Center box office, nbaevents.com, or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees apply. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, 
You'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. We know life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need, complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at terribleherbs.com. You got this. Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde, at Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I am Harvey Hyde. Joining me is Chuck Hayes here in our Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. Our next segment is brought to us by Adorn at the Dell, located here in Las Vegas. And if you're planning on having any type of uh, convention, get-together, wedding, it doesn't make any difference, training uh, for your corporation, political event, uh, luncheons, well, Adorn at the Dell, that's the spot you should be at, and uh, where they... They, they, they take care of everything, and you don't have to worry about anything. Now, Adorn at the Dell is located at 9555 Dell Webb Boulevard here in Las Vegas. And call them. Get an appointment. Go by and see them at 702-819-0039. That's 702-816-0039. Or go to the website, adornatthedell.com. Chuck Hayes, welcome back. That was a great segment on... Life in the fast lane now. We're always in the fast lane. That's why I say buckle up. Let's continue. What do you want to talk about? Well, Coach, I appreciate the green flag. We didn't uh, slow down except for a caution period for that commercial. But uh, in two days, July 1, it's going to be the end of college uh, athletics um, monitoring, if if you will, the way that we used to know it. Now national name, image, and likeness is going to take over. And uh, does that mean it's like Santa Claus coming on uh, Christmas Day and bringing all the goodies to all the children out there? Mm, I'm not sure, but at least a lot of people are making it seem like that. And with that NIL uh, legislation going on and the uh, beginning of the uh, what I would call the wild, wild west, what do you expect to see in regards to the evolution of this and Who's going to be the first one to step out and really push the envelope and see how far they can go without getting their hands slapped? Well, I tell you, I don't think they're going to get their hands slapped, uh, Chuck, because I don't think the NCAA uh, wants to mess with this because they don't want to in any way say something that they can't control. Uh, this is a, a law and a rule that a young man or person has the opportunity of uh, making additional income because of his skills and so on, uh, or young lady uh, with the Olympics or any type of young lady out there that has great skills that they can market uh, 
and do it and get income from it. So I'm not sure the NCAA is going to slap any hands. I think it will be controlled by the universities and possibly the commissioners as far as how far you can go. But how far can you go? There's been no legislation on that, on how far you can go. If someone wants to uh, uh, have a, an athlete do a commercial or be in a movie or do certain things uh, and highlight that athlete, uh, I think they have the right to do that, and they negotiate the price for it. I don't know if there's been a top put on it uh, as far as what the limits are. I think that I don't know if it's going to make a difference uh, as far as in recruiting. I think it will make a difference in recruiting because I think the guys that are in the Power Five conferences and the big conferences that have the big boosters and so on will have probably more people available that can utilize these type of student-athletes as far as in their programs, whether working for them or marketing them or whatever guidelines they have, or if it's the Olympic Games uh, that they can uh, do, or clothing line that they can start and have it in their name, or a marketing company that they can start uh, while they're going to school, or any of this type of stuff. I don't know exactly what the guidelines are going to be. But right now, Chuck, I get the feeling there are no guidelines. Uh, nobody knows what it is because everybody's afraid to say what it is. So right now, currently, I would think people are going to go for it and see exactly what they can do, how they can market it, what they can get for the student-athlete. Is the student-athlete doing it on his own? Does he have an agent? Or does the school help them? I'm not quite sure how it's all going to work. You know, Coach, I would say one of the things that has gone unreported is this goes back to a time when you were very close to Coach Jerry Tarkanian and, of course, his players, uh, led by Greg Anthony, were really the forerunner of protecting their own name, image, and likeness, and they got smacked down by the NCAA. I would like to think that there could be some uh, remuneration uh, as part of what should have happened and how many thousands of shirts those guys could have sold back in the day. You're exactly right. Greg Anthony formed a company, and he was printing T-shirts, trying to sell T-shirts like uh, Go Rebels or Good Luck This Weekend in the Regionals or Final Four or whatever, and the NCAA said you couldn't do that. So there was no slap of the hands. He just had to stop doing that. How about Jim Thorpe? How about this guy? Years ago, the one in the Olympics, and they took all his medals away and everything else. What would he be thinking today, Chuck? The world's greatest athlete, Coach. Here's the way it's being described in college athletics. And Stephanie Rempe is an administrator at LSU, and she told ESPN this week the quote on what was going on. It's like building an airplane when you're flying. That's what we're doing. So if an administrator at LSU who has all the resources in the world is feeling that hamstring, hamstrung about this, imagine uh, you're at another place, whether it's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. Uh, let's go back to your days when you were at Redlands. Uh, if you had gotten together with your teammates and had been entrepreneurial, what do you think an endorsement – where would you have gotten one? What would you have liked to endorse back in the day? Well, Chuck, I'm not sure if there's different rules and regulations now between the Division One, Division Two, II, Division One AA, and the Division Three uh, universities. Uh, I think that always uh, at a school that's Division Three, this is my understanding, uh, you're not on athletic scholarship, you're on financial aid or no scholarship at all, that you should be free to do whatever you want. But when you're on an athletic scholarship, uh, 
then that's where the problem has been as far as being limited to how much money you can make during the summer, what type of jobs you can get. If you remember in the old days, the USC student-athletes used to work at the movie studios. Some used to work for a lot of the beer companies. You know, there was a lot of different money where people were worried about how some universities had better jobs than other universities, and and it wasn't uh, what you call equal. But today there isn't any that type of discussion about things being equal. So as I mentioned earlier, we're going to have to wait and see exactly how this is going to be uh, <laughs> controlled in the compliance offices. Man, I'll tell you what, I know that they're spinning their wheels trying to figure it out, too. Well, Coach, right now the NCAA has covered their, themselves by formally recommending the Board of Governors adopt a name, image, and likeness policy on an interim basis when it convenes Wednesday. Uh, the hope is that what amounts to a waiver will be effective until federal legislation is passed or more permanent NIL rule can be created by the NCA. But, Coach, you didn't answer my question. If you were going to be a pitch man when you were at your school, what product would you have wanted to endorse? Well, you got me there, Chuck. Uh, I'd have to think for a minute and be creative. It would be something that people needed. Uh, maybe a shoe type of uh, endorsement or some type of shoe company or art support. Or uh, In those days, uh, a lot of the things that uh, athletes have today, there wasn't. And we used to discuss some of those type of uh, uh, things, of Elko and these different things, and maybe we would have got a, a jump on that. I know at one time, a couple of my uh, friends and I had designed a shoe, a special shoe, uh, and we were getting it, uh, we're going to have it uh, made. Uh, and uh, in the shoe itself, you would have your name. The name would be, you could have your own personal name on the shoe where the stripe was, or you could have your school's mascot there, like Tigers or, or Rebels or whatever in that in that swish. And we had, we had shoes done, we had product, uh, we uh, had a lot of samples, we had, we, we almost did it. I mean, Maybe I would have been Phil Knight today, but decided not to do it because we were in coaching and didn't have the time to do that. But it was a that's one thing that we really did discuss and do a lot about was upgrading the shoes, making them lighter, the different type of cleats, and also giving a name brand uh, where almost is what we're talking about today. You know, Coach, on Saturday night we talked about the concept of what players should have, and, and I've been one that was not a big fan of schools that had tradition that didn't put their name on the back of the jersey. I think that should happen now, and I don't believe there should be duplicate numbers anymore. I think each student-athlete should have his own number because that means a lot to a player. You as a coach know players were recruited asking you, hey, can I wear this number? What about this? And maybe a veteran had it, and then maybe he handed it down. Uh, your thoughts in regards to that? Well, Chuck, you know, I've always been one that has not believed in individuality. I mean, I've always been uh, the team first and me second. And I wasn't for names on the back of the jerseys, and we never did have those on any of the teams I coach names on back of the jerseys. I used to tell the players, if you're good enough and you make a great play, people will find out what your name is and look it up. But I think now with the way things are changing, that I would basically some of the identification that kids want as far as the way they wear their socks or they have one color shoe on one foot and the other on the other and a different color sock and 
all the different things to try to get uh, here I am attitude that I would I would say to my team that we'll put your name on the back of your jersey. But if I decide to do this as a head football coach and get it approved by the athletic director, then you're going to wear the uniform the way it was designed to be worn, as far as with the socks, the shoes, the shoelaces, the jerseys tucked in, the T-shirts, the whole package, so that we don't look like somebody else. We look like who we are. So when people look at you, they know your name and they know you're dressed properly. So they know who is looking like that. And also, I haven't liked the double sevens, double twos, uh, double twenty twos, double fifteens, because you get confused sometimes in the game. And during the game, uh, you can't have the same number on the field uh, on the same play. So players have to change jerseys or put something over the jersey they're wearing. So I would like to see a roster that had a numbers that every single individual had their own number. I really believe that. I think it's a lot easier, and it's one to a hundred. I don't think you could have a hundred. There's not enough room on your jersey, but uh, you know, you never dress that many. You never dress over eighty or eighty-five when you have a home game, or seventy-five, and you travel with sixty, sixty-five. Maybe there'll be someone that your team that will not have. They will have a duplicate number in practice, but I think it's better for the image and the whole setup to have one number for each player, where you can learn to identify that. And when you go to the store, if you're buying a jersey, you know whose jersey it is, but it is number seven, and the name is on the back of it. If you have two sevens, who are you representing? So I sort of think that is a good move, and I think something that I would consider doing if I was still coaching as far as being able to convince my team that if you wear the uniform the way it's supposed to be worn, People are going to know who you are now with the name on the back of your jersey. You're representing the university. We're going to do it right. But, Chuck, we've got to take another short time out here. You've been listening to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. I'm Harvey with Chuck, uh, with Chuck Hayes, Harvey Ide. And, again, we want to thank our sponsor scholarship or scholarship sponsorship to Meadows Bank. Is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank, consistently exceeding your expectations. After we take this short time out, we're out to the Las Vegas ballpark for Jim Gemma, Director of Media Relations, when we have our Las Vegas Aviator segment. So buckle up, everyone. We'll be right back from Las Vegas. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Located at 6580 South Rainbow, Suite 101, here in Las Vegas. Call 702 
448-5050 and get that appointment. Buckle up. Adorn at the Dell. You have more to do than stress over the details of your next event. We know and understand the feeling. Let us help you out. Conveniently located in the beautiful Summerlin of Las Vegas, we are one of the premier event venues. Here, your event is the center of attention. We have a variety of meeting rooms that can be adapted to your group. Host your next celebration, corporate training, political event, or lunch in here. We can accommodate and customize each event to meet your needs. Adorn at the Dell. At 9555 Del Webb Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. Call 702-816-0039 or visit our website at adornatthedell.com. We know. Life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at terribleherbs.com. You got this. Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. The MGM Resorts NBA Summer League returns for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams. August 8th through 17th at the Thomas & Mack Center at Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow, take center stage, and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Vegas. Adults $40, kids $30, reserve seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas & Mack Center box office, nbaevents.com, or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees apply. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Metals Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702-471-BANK. That is 702-471-2265. Or use our convenient online banking service at MeadowsBank.Bank. Meadows Bank, where your business is our business. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us. We're going out to the Las Vegas ballpark. We're weekly. We have our segment every Tuesday and Wednesday night with Jim Gemma, Director of Media Relations for the Las Vegas Aviators. I want to thank Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports for our Sports Topic Show. And now let's bring in the man himself, the man of the week coming up. It's going to be huge, Jim Gemma. How are you, my man? Harvey, it's always good to be on with you. It's always great to have you on, too, Jim. You do such a great job for the aviators, and the aviators are so good for the city of Las Vegas with the new ballpark and everything. They're currently playing right now in Salt Lake City, but they have the day off tomorrow, and then they come in. For Jimmy, I've been thinking about this. It might be the biggest week of promotions and activities that I can remember as far as we're the Las Vegas franchise. Yeah, I mean, it really needs to be said uh, tomorrow, uh, actually June 30th, 2020, it'd be a year ago, I know we were talking about this earlier today, that the minor league baseball season was officially canceled due to the pandemic. So here we are uh, one year later, and the minor league baseball industry is back up and playing. 
Um, you know, after uh, tonight, once we go into the homestand, like you said, it probably is uh, one of the biggest weekends of the year. Cause, uh, and also for Las Vegas, it's uh, July 4th weekend, and uh, there'll be a six-game series against Sacramento from the 1st to the 6th. Uh, all games will be at 7 o'clock, except we're going to play a special game on Sunday, a special time, I should say. Sunday, July 4th is going to be at 4.05 p.m., uh, and the fans have to realize that uh, Red Rock Casino is shooting off a huge fireworks show at uh, 9 p.m., so that's why our game's at 4 o'clock. However, on Friday and Saturday night is our two big fireworks shows on uh, the 2nd and 3rd. Our game times are at 7.05, and we'll have our post-game uh, fireworks shows then. So we've got a big weekend. We've got a July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and then July 4th on Sunday night. You've got a 4.05 uh, start time with fireworks. You've got a really happening out there, but you've got so many different other promotions that are going on. And one thing I want to mention about the Pacific Coast League AAA baseball. I don't know of a year when it's been so competitive as far as, of course, in the Western Division where the Aviators play, a franchise of the Oakland A's. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's it's amazing with the records and, you know, uh, Reno's in first, but look how close it goes right on down the line. Yeah, it's the same way, like you said, uh, even in the other division, the East Division with Sugar Land, who's the AAA affiliate of Houston, to Round Rock with the Texas Rangers, and the Oklahoma City Dodgers, I think there's only two games separate, one through three. So, yeah, it's uh, so far, uh, you know, once we get through uh, July 1st to the 6th, and then the team will go uh, to Reno the following week, uh, we'll be at the halfway point of the season. But uh, first things first, it'll be Thursday, July 1st. We'll have our $2 beer nights and then our back-to-back fireworks shows on Friday and Saturday, the 2nd and 3rd at 7 o'clock as the first pitches. And, uh, we are playing the uh, San Francisco Giants AAA team, the uh, Sacramento River Cats. So we always see a little mix of uh, orange and black in the uh, stands when the uh, Sacramento comes. Now, Jim, uh, I want to mention this, but first of all, I want you to all know out there, you're listening to Jim Gemma, Director of Media Relations for the Las Vegas Aviators. Jim, the big question everybody's saying, with all these promotions and fireworks and things that are going on, is there still a possibility of getting a ticket? Absolutely, there are tickets available. We uh, urge fans to uh, go to AviatorsLV, AviatorsLV.com. Uh, you can do that right now after you hear this uh, conversation we're having or tomorrow. Uh, that's via Ticketmaster.com. You can go to either one of those sites. The easiest thing is just go to AviatorsLV.com. We have a calendar schedule. You just basically click on the link for tickets. And, uh, you know, all our tickets are uh, – Digital now, obviously, we're in the 21st century, and what's happened last year, all our tickets are digital. It's just it's much easier now. Everybody has everything on their phone. So, yes, there are definitely tickets available. Um, we anticipate uh, huge crowds on Friday and Saturday, so uh, we urge everyone to get their tickets. Now, also, Jim, uh, I don't know about an arena or a stadium anywhere where parking is free, an Apple parking. So this is another amenity where people can save and come out and still enjoy fireworks and a great baseball game. Yeah, um, we're going to keep beating that drum. Uh, you know, the complimentary parking. We're the only team, uh, professional sports team in Las Vegas that has uh, complimentary parking. We have a huge parking lot beyond the right field area at Spruce Goose and Oval Park. Uh, we got one main entrance uh, in the center field area if you come through that uh, gate. Uh, we kind of call it main entrance uh, 1B is the one-off pavilion center drive where the suites uh, entrances are. So, yeah, it's a lot of ample parking, a lot of uh, easy access uh, in and out of that area in downtown Summerlin. So, uh, 
yeah, it's really great that we have uh, complimentary parking, and uh, we look forward to this uh, six-game uh, series against Sacramento. Uh, again, we do want to mention on 4th of July, we're going to have a game at 4.05, but the rest of these games on the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and Monday and Tuesday, July 5th and 6th, are at 7.05, and that goes after that. Uh, the rest of the games this year are all 7.05. Now, I want to mention this, but you guys have put together a great TV package, too. Maybe somebody can't make it out there or whatever. But on July the 3rd, your game will be televised. Yeah, that will be our fifth game. Uh, this is the second season. Uh, we're a really great partner with Cox Communications. Year Review, Channel 14, High Definition, 1014. Uh, that's actually the station where the Padres are on, and uh, – we uh, go in between their off days or if they play a uh, afternoon game or what have you, uh, we kind of fit 10 games in. It's really great. All of our, all of our games on MLB TV with a small subscription fee can be seen via our website. But those 10 games, yeah, if you got Cox Cable, you'll have uh, uh, Channel 14. So uh, that'll, be good. that'll be our fifth of 10 games this Saturday at 7.05. So remember, the Aviators return home uh, and a big six-game uh, homestand. So make sure you get out there on Thursday and support the, your local uh, uh, baseball program. And again, too, uh, Jimmy, I want to mention this, too. It's sort of a, a summer time when people want to cool off or there's a lot of parties and celebrations that are going on. You can do this also at the ballpark with all the different special areas you have. Yeah, we have the uh, party decks area in high left high right uh, area by the suites. The, the berm is really a cool area, the outfield seats. Obviously the uh, coup de gras, the uh, pool in right center field, which uh, if people want to inquire about that, any businesses, corporations, or some nights it's individual sale, they definitely should call 702-943-7200, because that is going uh, very fast, uh, obviously, with the weather now. Jimmy, I never asked you this question before, but I, I am sort of quiz. I wanted to know suites there at the Las Vegas ballpark. Are there still suites available, or can people read, rent us, uh, or use a suite uh, on in, individual games? Yeah, that is a possibility. It just depends what day of the week and what have you, and what the event is. But definitely, uh, the number I just uh, mentioned nine four three seventy two hundred. If a business or, uh, you know, like 10 people want to get together and inquire about pricing, uh, please call that number during uh, normal business hours, 943-7200. The suites and the stadium club is, and the club seats are definitely a great way to watch the game. Jimmy, anything else you'd like to pass on with this great uh, series coming in, the Sacramento River Cats at uh, Las Vegas Ballpark against our local team in Las Vegas, the Aviators? Anything you'd like to pass on? I don't think there could be a better spot to be with all these activities. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe the day after tomorrow is July 1st, but we'll have our two big fireworks shows this Friday and Saturday. Uh, for tickets, go to aviatorslv.com. Jimmy, again, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to wish the Aviators the best of luck. We'll have you back next week on Tuesday and Wednesday night for our Las Vegas Aviator segment with Jim Gemma, Director of Media Relations. Jimmy, take care of yourself, buddy. Harvey, thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for being on. And again, Jim Gemma joins us every Tuesday and Wednesday night. If you haven't been out to the Las Vegas ballpark, it's time you do. Remember, you can get tickets now for a huge week there as the Aviators return on Thursday. So again, I'm Harvey Hyde. Buckle up and ride along with us here with our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors 
Light Sports Topic Show. We'll take this short time out with you. And then Chuck Hayes will return for our final segment. Life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at TerribleHerbs.com. You got this. Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. Where at? Well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 cuts and colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Located at 6580 South Rainbow, Suite 101, here in Las Vegas. Call 702. 702- 448-5050 and get that appointment. Buckle up. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. If you're going somewhere, I'd call Budget Car and Truck Rental. If you're visiting somewhere, I'd call them too. Budget Car and Truck Rental here in Las Vegas. It's local. They take care of me no matter whether I'm traveling or I'm just driving around or I need to move and borrow a truck. Just call them at 702 736 1212 at 702-736-1212 and you'll be glad you did. The MGM Resorts NBA Summer League returns for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams August 8th through 17th at the Thomas and Mack Center at Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow, take center stage, and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Vegas. Adults $40, kids $30, reserve seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas and Mack Center box office, nbaevents.com, or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees apply. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. Where at? Well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 cuts and colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Located at 6580 South Rainbow, Suite 101, here in Las Vegas. Call 702 708-5050 and get that appointment. Buckle up. Adorn at the Dell. 
You have more to do than stress over the details of your next event. We know and understand the feeling. Let us help you out. Conveniently located in the beautiful Summerlin of Las Vegas, we are one of the premier event venues. Here, your event is the center of attention. We have a variety of meeting rooms that can be adapted to your group. Host your next celebration, corporate training, political event, or lunch in here. We can accommodate and customize each event to meet your needs. Adorn at the Dell. At 9555 Del Webb Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. Call 702-816-0039 or visit our website at adornatthedell.com. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back. I am Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. We hope you're buckled up as you're right along with us. Our next segment is brought to us by Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm, ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers. If you're going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standishlaw.com. That's standishlaw.com or call 702-998-9344. That's 702-998-9344. Well, the man in the fast lane joins us back here. Chuck Hayes. Chuck, welcome. Coach, great to be back with you. And, you know, with all these preseason publications coming out, there's a lot more in analysis a lot more rankings, and not only with the players and position groups, but now in regards to coaching staff and head coaches and coordinators, and it's about production, it's about wins, and not only is this happening in college football, but also in the National Football League, where there's been more shifting of assistance from staff to staff over the past couple seasons. So from your standpoint, if you're head football coach going into the year, uh, you know your coaches want to get head jobs. Everybody wants to get promoted. How do you keep your group together and keep all those egos in check? Well, first of all, Chuck, it depends on what level you're coaching, uh, whether it's a high school coaching level or college coaching level or the NFL coaching level. But I tell them all, no matter what level they're coaching at, that no one's going to be moving on, including myself. The first thing that could happen, if we don't win, we're all going to be gone. So the first focus we got to have is loyalty to this program, loyalty to myself. And if we are successful and we do obtain our goals, then there'll be opportunities for some of you on this staff. So don't let your mind wander around and, and uh, start thinking about things before it becomes a me thing rather than a team thing. So I think that's the number one thing that I'm I'm concerned with, loyalty to the program. I always kept on top of my coaches where they knew I'd be there for helping them. I want them to all be promoted. In fact, when I interviewed a lot of the coaches, my number one thing was to find out exactly what their goals were. And uh, somebody that asked me immediately what the job paid, I really wasn't interested in them. I wanted somebody to tell me, I don't care what you pay me. I want to coach here. I love this university. I want to work for you. And then I'd work out his salary. So there's a lot of different things you have to remind a, a young coach, especially a young coach that hadn't been around, that don't be looking for a job on our time. Those times will come when coaches talk all the time back and forth to each other, head football coaches, and they call each other. I call them, they call me, and they say, I've got an opening as a certain position on my coaching staff. 
could you recommend somebody? I like what your program has done. I like the way you run your, your defense, or I like the secondary, or I like your special teams. Do you have someone who can help us in that area because we need area? Or uh, I'm looking for a good defensive coordinator. Off your staff, you have one of the top defenses in the country. Do you have somebody there who would be the caliber of being a defensive coordinator for me? And the number one thing that used to bother me the most, Chuck, but it happens, you lose some of your top coaches doing that by winning. Some of your top coaches have other opportunities of either going to the NFL or becoming a head football coach or becoming a coordinator somewhere else. But that's what it's all about. If you recommend them and help them move on, then they should help the program be what it is. Otherwise, unless you win, Chuck, it just doesn't happen. And it's really important, too, that you have quality assistants, assistants that have been there before, not only like the head coach himself, but an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, a special teams coach that have been there, possibly even been a head football coach because they know it's what they know what it's like to be in a head coaching position where they know that uh, every minute they can save you as far as a head coach from following them and making sure they're doing what they're doing makes the football program better. Coach, one of the things that I observed working in the bowl business and having been on multiple staffs is that every staff doesn't do it the same way in regards to how close the assistants are with the head football coach. And I think that's something that maybe a lot of people don't recognize, that it's not always one big happy family, depending on the time of the year, depending on the philosophy. Um, what are your feelings in regards to that when you see a head coach really distance himself from his assistants? Well, you know, I, I, don't, I wasn't like that. I was one that uh, shared everything with my coaches, even my uh, package that I got for shoes and so on. Uh, everybody had an opportunity to select shoes for their family or sweats for their families or whether, whatever out of my budget. I was one that uh, after a game, if we were successful, I'd say everybody in my house or at a post-game show, always at a restaurant or something, I'd say, everybody, you're invited to come on down to a post-game show and let's enjoy what we just accomplished because tomorrow we go to work on somebody else. I was one that believed in that. I didn't believe in everybody go their own way and uh, go and talk about the game with other people. If When it's fresh on your mind, you want everybody together, whether it's winning or losing, where you express yourself uh, to those individuals at the same time, and you let everybody know that you've still got another opponent, you've still got another thing to do, and everybody's hurting or everybody's excited, so why not, why not, uh, why not be with the people that made it happen? So I always believed in that. Now, a lot of coaches don't like that. A lot of coaches are completely separate. They're not with their assistant coaches. They don't go anywhere with their assistant coaches because I've been told that it's harder to fire somebody when you become personally involved with the family and you know the wife and you know the kids and so on, that it's, it's harder to get rid of somebody. But, again, it brings you closer where you want your coaches to work hard for you and you, become, and you get to know more about your coaches. You know who really fits in or doesn't fit in because as a head football coach, you don't have that much time to spend with all your assistant coaches sociably. And you, you know – who is liked and who isn't liked, and who is strange and who isn't strange. And you're able to maybe talk with that person about being more of a part of it, or maybe one of the wives don't feel a part of it, and they need to be a part of it. My wife was sort of in charge of the wives. She would take them to lunch. They were together. We were gone a lot as far as uh, coaches. So 
She would have watch parties, we called it. When we played an away game, they would all come to our home, and we would have what the wives called watch parties, where all the wives were together watching the game, not sitting at home by themselves. So that was my philosophy, while other coaches don't believe in that philosophy. Uh, A lot of coaches, when things don't go right, wipe out their staff. Well, maybe that's not the problem. Maybe it's you, or maybe you don't have enough good players. So, Chuck, there's a lot of ways of looking at it. That was my philosophy, and it seemed to work. Well, Coach, we love watching hard knocks, and uh, that gives you an insight into operations and how business is run in the NFL. Right now there are five eligible teams for this year's hard knocks, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Carolina Panthers. And I can't wait to see who that will be so we can get some insight into what their programs are about, as there's a lot of great storylines in the National Football League every year, and you really get a chance to see how teams handle their business inside. You know, Chuck, I've talked to a lot of NFL coaches. To me, I thought it would be a distraction as far as somebody in the meeting rooms when you're talking or and maybe you're putting a show on because of who you are. You're not yourself, and the kids know it. But the coaches I've talked to like it because they think that uh, the players are, are trying to play harder. They're trying to be uh, uh, on television. They want to be recognized. They don't want to be chewed on. Uh, but then again, yeah, you see others, uh, uh, coaches sometimes uh, going overboard in a meeting. And uh, it's not a, you know, it really tells you the way it is. I think it's a great show. I, I really look forward to it, and my wife looks forward to it every year because we've been in those shoes. But, Chuck, we got to say goodnight to the world out there. I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes. We want to thank you for buckling up with us every Tuesday and Wednesday night. Again, we want to thank Justin in the studio because without him, we don't have a show because he's our producer and engineer. So all of you out there, thank you for listening to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. Good night, everyone, and happy 4th of July.